0: 2017, the world witnessed the rapidly increasing effects of climate change, from the mild inconvenience of shoveling snow to historic successive hurricanes across the entire globe. Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Maria, Hurricane Irma, the East African droughts, the California wildfires, the South's mysterious snowfall. ...moving out over the Atlantic Ocean, but not before it pounded much of the East Coast with hurricane-force winds, heavy rain, and record snow in some areas. ...barreling towards the Caribbean with winds reaching 180 miles per hour. The Category 5 storm has prompted hurricane warnings in Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Florida is under a state of emergency. No help help ...from San Antonio to East Texas with some areas reporting two and a half inches. Despite what has been regarded as strong evidence of worldwide climate shifts, the Trump administration has denied the crisis. This reflects President Trump's belief that the agitation about the climate is a part of a conspiracy to make, quote, U.S. manufacturing non competitive. In 2017, his administration withdrew the U.S. from the Paris Climate Agreement. If climate change is getting a cold shoulder in Washington, the story in New York is different.
1: It's like global warming? Uh... Speaking on global warming, what do you think global warming is exactly, or climate change? Uh, For me, climate change is noticing the differences in our weather and noticing the differences overall. So not like day-to-day, but over years and years, um, and seeing how it has fluctuated. Okay, so climate change is... um, Mm -hmm.
0: Oh. Cut. That was Benoit Chaland. Associate Professor of Sociology at the New School for Social Research. Certain countries of the world, uh, and I'm not being Eurocentric, because you mm. have also countries like Maldives or other Bangladesh mm-hmm. who have suffered dire consequences, have taken a very uh, import, have taken important steps in changing and trying to change right. the policies and, and avoid mitigating the cost of right. the country. Residents saw record high temperatures of 78 degrees on Wednesday, February 21st the highest recorded temperature since 1930. The second warmest February in the history of New York was greeted with shorts, tank tops, and some raised eyebrows as the city took a break from the biting winter temperatures. It didn't last long enough for anyone to catch a tan, as residents were reminded of February's standard bone-chilling cold in the following days.
1: Just being here in New York this past year, like two weeks ago, we had not even two weeks ago like maybe a week ago we had 60 degree weather and what is today you know crazy, yeah. and I mean also when we had that 60 degree weather I'm pretty sure like the the sky was clear like it wasn't because it was like cloudy and we were like covered I think it was just hot and that's I don't know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I don't I don't know what the actual temperature is today, but it's pretty. Some days will be freezing and some days will be a yeah. lot warmer. I used to be fine with going outside, but now I like fear it. Yeah. Just... I'm counting down till it's over.
0: At the new school, this year's Curriculum Disruption Week aimed to raise awareness and create dialogue within the new school community regarding climate change.
1: The O Cafe on the eighth floor of the 16th Street building pointed to one such conservation attempt being led by the new school.
0: Field reporter Nahira Ram stopped by the O Cafe to see how they were approaching this issue.
1: Talk about the climate change like thing going on. The week. So yeah, because no, he was asking why it's so dark. Oh right. But it's because once earth week comes, every year we try to thin the light so that we can save energy throughout the earth. Right. Basically. Save the trees. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you.
0: Although the university is starting to take steps towards addressing climate change, students think more could be done
1: i think the new school does a pretty good job of like bringing attention to like saving the environment and trying to be more respectful of those things but i think that maybe they could i guess we could all be taking more of an initiative on an upper administration past school Um, because i think the new school is its own community so it can only do so much for like downtown and then there's the next level above that so i think even encouraging like us to go to more town hall meetings or, or to do stuff outside of the university is probably the best bet, but it's all small steps to get to the bigger steps to get to the to the lead administration that we would need to get to. Yeah.
0: Anna Baptista, Department Chair of Environmental Policy and Sustainability Management at the Milano School of International Affairs, shares how students across the country are demanding change.
1: The students have really been at the forefront of um, Calls and demands for, for change, whether that's the divestment movement, and we've seen that of the students at the new school were the principal agitators and people forcing uh, the school itself to divest from fossil fuels, and that's happening all across campuses around the world, and um, I believe students, if they, with a collective voice, can really push and advocate for change with decision-makers, with policy-makers. They can sue the government, which they're doing right now <laughs> about climate change.
0: Benoit offers some hopeful insight for students. You need to start right. at, a, at a very concrete, local level. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, a welcome series of steps that you are know, reducing water, electricity. And right. if everybody is following those steps, you know, this is already... a uh, um, a big drop in the bucket. Mm, right. It's not the bucket, it's not the ocean, but it's a big drop. So let's okay. start with that
1: and let's, let's have everybody.
0: From WNSR with field reporters Jade Gomez and Nahira Ram, I'm Tyler Simmons. Stay warm.